Welcome to the Grow Your Business and Grow Your Wealth podcast with Gary Helt. Gary is an expert in helping business owners put together a plan that will provide a better future for their businesses, themselves, and their families. On the podcast, Gary interviews other professionals who share his vision, and together they share secrets and strategies any business owner can use to build a better financial foundation for your business and your life. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this week, our guest is Natalie Hall, who is the Economic Development Specialist and Veterans Business Development Officer for the U.S. Business Administration, Small Business Administration. Welcome, Natalie. Welcome, Gary, and thanks for having me. So, you know, I'm, I'm really happy to have you on. I got a ton of questions for you. Um, because I think that there, there's so many things with, with and about the Small Business Administration that people don't understand. So first, how did you get to where you're at with, with SBA? Okay, so I'm with the Jacksonville District Office. I've been here almost 10 and a half years, but that's not my length in the agency. I came by way of... Um, the Delaware District Office, and I also worked in New Jersey. And so each area, I played a different role in the agency. But now that I'm here, I'm, of course, Economic Development Specialist and a Veterans Rep. And this is the perfect role to be in, to be able to speak to those individuals that may or may not be aware of SBA and the support that we can provide. Right. So dispel some myths for us here. So everybody thinks that, oh, I want a loan. I want a business loan. I got to go to SBA to get it. Right. So unfortunately, SBA, we do have a loan program and our loans can start from about 500. It can go up to as much as 5.5 million, but we don't do direct lending. That means that an individual has to approach one of the banks or private lending institutions that participate in our loan program to do the application. And that lending institution is gonna decide three things, basically if they like the deal, the product or the service and everything that's you know rolled into that deal. If they like it, they're gonna fund it under their product mm -hmm. and basically you know take the risk 100%. Number two, if they can like the deal, but don't wanna take the risk, they're gonna include SBA, which we're gonna come in and back that loan. And that backing of the loan is not there for that borrower, it's there for that lender. Or three, they can, um, decide to um, decline to deal altogether. But we want to be able to support someone even before they step through the doors of that lending institution. So when you guys are, are backing these loans, you're doing it for uh, for businesses. It could possibly be a startup. You know, obviously everybody going through, you know, COVID, you guys were backing the PPP loans. You've had the, the EIDL loans that you're backing. Um, and then also if somebody's purchasing, um, you know, commercial real estate, you guys also back some of those loans also, correct? Right. So on the disaster side, which PPP, EIDL fall up under, those are loans for disaster assistance. And basically outside of PPP, our EIDL loan is the only, you know, loan product that's direct. So if there's a disaster in someone area and that area is deemed a disaster, that individual would actually do the application through SBA. But as far as the small business loans, yes, 
and we have several types of loan programs that we do offer. And our role is to educate that borrower on what to expect. So that way they're not feeling like they walked into, you know, walked into this meeting blind or whatever. We want to educate that individual so they know what to expect from that lender and what that lender is going to expect from them. Because we don't want someone to be told, no, basically kind of get out of here. We want to, like I said, educate them to let them know that process. So, you know, I'm going to say you're wearing two hats. You have the economic development side and then you have the, the veterans business development. Can you kind of talk to us about the economic development side first? So as a, I'm going to call it EDS, as an economic development specialist, my role is to market and promote the programs and services of SBA. By way of workshops, you know, training seminars one-on-one. -on -one. Just let individuals know who we are, what we do, how we do it, and why we do it. Right. Now, in in the in these seminars or, or workshops that you guys are, are doing for them, um, what are some of the things that you guys are, are teaching them? Okay. So it, it just depends on the audience. We may have someone that just come to us with like a, we may decide to say, okay, you know what? We're getting a lot of, you know, calls or whatever from individuals that want to start a business, but don't know the next step. So it can be from anywhere from how to create a business plan. And when I say that, it's not just SBA. We have the four resource partners that we partly fund they're the ones that provide the free business mentoring as well as counseling to okay. these individuals to help them to either start or grow their small business. They're, you know, the ones putting it on, let's say, the meat of the workshops and trainings. But me, myself, as an economic development specialist, I'm still required to put on those trainings. So within those trainings, it could be a training letting individuals know, hey, we have the resource partners. This is their role. SBA has a loan program. This is how it works. SBA has the contracting program. SBA has the disaster assistance. So those are sort of like um, the workshops and trainings we put on. A lot of times we collaborate with our four resource partners. That could be SCORE, the Small Business Development Center, our Women's Business Center, or the Veterans Business Outreach Center. So we kind of are, you know, you know, based upon the, the audience, based upon the questions that we get to say, okay, you know what, like when COVID happened, you know, there was a lot of individuals that wasn't able to receive any disaster assistance because their business was not properly set up. So then it was like, okay, you know what, let's get some workshops and trainings to make sure if anything else happens, these individuals are properly set up. You know, there were supporting documents that should have been in place, but were not in place. Right. So when when somebody comes <clears throat> workshops and it, it could be score or whoever else that is there with you guys, um, does it cost the, the people anything to come there? Okay, so it just depends. So if it's a workshop giving being put on by SBA, mm -hmm. we we don't charge for our workshops. Okay. But our four resource partners, again, we partly fund them. So okay. they still, you know, um have you know, other things that they have to do. So sometimes the workshops and the trainings that score SBDC, the Women's Business Center and the Veterans Business Outreach Center put on may or may not come with their feet within. It may be in person or it may be online. So it just depends. But there are so many workshops and trainings going on um, by way of our resource partners. And SBA does have an online training portal as well, which is totally free. Okay. 
So if somebody wants to get to this training board, because I, I agree with you 100%. I think that there are a lot of people that have um, either started out in business and now um, they've, they've kind of started getting things, but they want to grow, but they don't know how to grow. And then, like you said, there's a lot of people that, you know, want to go get a loan. And because they don't have the proper documentation, they weren't able to get a loan. So where where do they go to find that? You said you said that you have it on online. Where where would they go online to find that? Okay, so um, the SBA has an online portal, which is sba.gov forward slash training. Okay. And we have about maybe 50 plus workshops, could be marketing, business plan, contracting, just some key trainings that will help someone, which can also be used as an assessment because sometimes the individual may think that they want to get into the entrepreneurship arena, but when they find out what's all involved, oh, yeah. they may say, you know what, this is not for me. We're not here to try to scare someone, but we just want to make sure if that individual is going to invest their time and their money into starting and growing a business, they can be successful, help their communities, and also create jobs. Now, that's just on SBA, but the four resource partners, SCORE, SBDC, the Women's Business Center, and the Veterans Business Outreach Center, if someone was to just, just go onto our national website, not even the district office, by going to sba.gov, and it's going to allow them to navigate to their local district office. So if they're located in Jacksonville, they plug in their zip code, and it's going to show them the four local SBA resource partners, a link to their website, so everyone can see the workshops and trainings that they are and will be putting on. Yeah, I think, you know, personally, I've had dealings with my local SCORE uh, groups, and I think that they do a wonderful job. And I think it's really um, that kind of education is out there, you know, for them to for them to help. Um, and it doesn't cost nearly as much as it would cost if somebody came to me and I had to charge them to to kind of right. teach them all of that. So that that's that's for sure. Right. And now, sometimes individuals, I can share this information. Say if we're we're in a classroom setting, right. and I can you know go through, hey, score this is you know, and just give information. That next burning question that sometimes does don't get asked is, okay, I'm going to work with SCORE. They're going to help me to start my business, to grow my business down the line, get financing. How much is this going to cost me? It costs you nothing but your time. You're paying right. taxes. You're already paying for this service. And because we are federal government, sometimes individuals tend to shy away from us because federal government, they think we're coming in to look over their shoulders to catch them doing something wrong, which we're not. Again, we just want to make sure if you're starting a growing a business that you can grow, be successful, um, help your communities and create jobs. That's why we're here. SBA has been around for since 1953, and hopefully we will continue to be around. Right, right. I I think, it, it you know, I, I kind of smile when, when you say that because everybody is worried about, oh, big brother. And but so much of the stuff that you guys do is to help people be in the right position that if they do need help, that they're able to get it. Um, right. Now, what are some of the the uh, unknown programs that SBA has out there that, um, you know, as a as a business owner or someone who is hoping to be a business owner, 
can take advantage of. I know you said some of the, you know, that you guys have some of the training programs and that you have your 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 partners that you partner with. But what are some of the other things that that are out there um, that we don't know about? Okay, great. Glad you asked that. So outside of um, what's under counseling, which is our resource partner. So I introduced you to that, um, the loan program. You know, we don't do direct lending, but right. we can back the loan if we're brought into the picture. SBA does have um, contracting, the certification program. So there are four. 8A business development. We have the woman-owned small business program. We also have the hub zone, which is the historically underutilized development zone, as well as the service-disabled veteran-owned small business. So if there's someone that's you know, already in business, got their arm around their business, and they're looking for a way to grow their business, contra the contracting arena is a great way to grow your business. So sometimes, and a lot of times, individuals don't know that these programs do exist that can help a small business owner. Right. Now, looking at some of those programs, you know, um, somebody, you know, let's just take a disabled veteran, for instance, um, and they're not sure they, they decided they want to start a business, but they're not really sure what they want to do. Do you guys have um, a, a resource library or something like that that says, hey, these are contracts that are out there for disabled uh, veterans, or is it more, okay, you really need to kind of get your business started and then look to see if there's something there? Okay. So with that being said, sometimes you do have individuals that start with that end. They may say, hey, you know what? I know the federal government is buying this, so this is the type of business that I want to start. That may work, may not work because today, I mean, we have seen so many changes, you know, so many businesses that we see open one day, shut down the next day. So you don't want to put all your apples or eggs in one bag. Eggs are high now. Which yeah, you don't want to put all your eggs in one bag. So if someone was to come to me, which I get that question a lot, like, hey, I want to cover the contract in arena, but I don't know what opportunity to go after. Okay. So basically, um, they, they haven't turned on a light. So there's a lot to that. So I would suggest two things. You want to align yourself up with one of the SBA resource partners so they can begin to sit down and provide you the free one-on-one -on -one business mentoring and counseling. Okay. That can kind of help you to decide because that individual may, you know, that resource partner may mention franchise to them and that might be a route, but you're still, it's still some things that you need to have in place as a franchise as well. So an SBA resource partner can help you on that end. So, but if we have that business owner that, you know, just wants to jump in a contract arena, we have a resource that we work with, which is the Procurement Technical Assistance Center. And that um, resource is there to provide support to individuals on a contract on a federal government side and a non-federal non government, city, state, and local. So if anyone is interested in the contracting arena, so by them working with a consultant with someone from the PTAC, they're going to let them know this is what to expect in the contracting arena. But of course, you have to have your business properly set up to even begin. 
So those would be the two resources that I will share. Hey, align yourself up with one of the SBA resource partners to help you, you know, to get to get that business pulled together and work with someone from PTAC so they can begin to work with you so you will know what steps to look for when you start to tap into that contract in the ring. So that will be, you know, something I will share with an individual. So if I'm if I'm um a you know uh disadvantaged business and I'm trying to get my 8A status, am I coming to SBA to talk to SBA about how I do that? Or is that do I need to do that more at a local level? So PTAC, you know, they talk to those clients as well, but we also, you know, our government contracting team here, we also put on workshops and trainings to kind of prepare people to answer those questions. You know, sometimes some someone may hear information from another person and say, okay, you know what, I heard this or whatever, oh, yeah. but we put on those workshops and trainings for the course, you know, that's a... Um, one of the programs that we have that we are always looking to grow to get more firms into our program. So we want to make sure that those individuals are ready. So we constantly are, you know, getting the word out, putting information. So that way, if a business meets the qualification for that 8A business development program, like I said, we can, you know, basically get them ready. Okay. Is that the same thing goes for if somebody is trying to get a uh, woman-owned status or uh, disabled veteran status? Yes. Well, I mean, we talk under, you know, the the, the other C is contracting. So, yes, we're okay. going to talk about 8A business development, the women-owned small business. We're going to talk about the hub zone as well as the service disabled veteran-owned as well. So we're going to talk about all of those programs because a lot of times it may, you know, we may have an audience and each piece may touch a different individual, but we do share that information because like, I, you know, you asked me that question earlier, a lot of times individuals don't know right. we have these programs and how their business can benefit, especially if there's an individual that let's say is already in business and they find out that the government is buying a product or service, hey, Let's stop leaving that money on the table. Come right. in, sit with us, and let us show you to begin to prepare for that process. Right now, can you can you explain what um, if somebody gets the the eight A status or, or or any of those statuses, what that actually does for them from a business standpoint? Okay, okay. So on the eight A business development, someone completes an application and they get accepted into the program. They will be assigned a business opportunity specialist that they're going to basically be tied to for nine years. Okay. And after the ninth year, they will successfully graduate out the program. OK, hopefully if you know, it's not just someone gets into the program and all these opportunities are going to come knocking on their door. They still have to market. Right. You know, their business. Itself. But if someone gets accepted into a program, you know, it just helps that business. But like I said, they will be assigned an, a business opportunity specialist to make sure they stay on track to be able to successfully graduate in nine years. OK, um, with the women owned small business certification, if there's a woman in business looking to start a business, there's no timeline like um, 8A. So with 8A generally, the individual would have to be in business for two years, but if there's someone that feel like they want to waive that process, they can. So, but with the women on small business, it, you don't have that timeline. If someone is starting their business, they can go ahead and do that certification. They can do it themselves, 
or there's a third party um, individuals that they can use that's going to be a fee for them. Okay, hub zone, you know, of course, the business has to be set up. The business right. has to be um, in the area that is a hub zone. And if they have employees, um, a certain percentage of their employees have to um, live in a hub zone. Um, the benefits to that is, you know, when they are going after opportunity, the 10% price difference in that. Right. And right. Um, of course, SBA just took on the services able veteran owned um, certification, which is vet cert. Um, the lights turned on, what, um, January the 9th on that program. And that's for individuals that want that certification um, to be able to go after opportunities as well. Um, because of um, that, you, you find out that the government is spending billions of dollars every year. So, like I said, if that small business find out that their product or service is if the government is buying it, that's a great opportunity for them. So they can take advantage of. But like I said, you have individuals that tend to want to stay away from us because they think we want to get them or or look over their shoulders. But right. you know, that's why we're out here putting boots to the ground to get the word out about our programs and services in our territories and in our small business communities. So with the the woman-owned status and disabled vet status, those are good forever. Am I understanding you correctly? <clears throat> yes. Status. Okay. But, but you have to. I mean, the program is new. Let me know. Let me, let me. Right, I got you. You might have to go back and, you know, redo your paperwork or okay. update it after so long. But of course, the 8A is a nine year. But okay. yeah, you do have to go back and update um, after so many years. I, I don't want to <laughs> put the but wrong information. But, but, but isn't it typical? That's a great question. Now yeah. I have to find that. There so just go. in case I'm asking um, I would know. So, so that, but the eight A status is at the end of nine years. You you, you graduate. graduated. You know, right. and it's like you know, um, unless you were to have a new business, new kind of everything, you're right. out of that eight A program. Mm -hmm. Where the other ones, you know, right? They're they're ongoing as long as you're in business. But I I know you probably have to come back and um, renew your paperwork after right. so long. Hub zone. The only difference with that, uh, an area can be a hub zone and, you know, they may come into the census and they're like, hey, right. this is no longer a hub zone. Correct. Correct. Oh. Yeah. Um, all right. We just covered a bunch of stuff. And, and okay. it's like, it, it's great. And it's like, um, because, again, I think there's so much misinformation out there and you've just thrown a lot of knowledge on us about hey, these are places, you know, that you can go. We do really want to help you. There are resources out here that are going to help you with your business. If you're trying to, even if you're not trying to get 8A status or another, another disadvantaged status, there's also resources that are there um, just to help you grow your business. So, Correct. You know, mm -hmm. You know, besides the whole disaster side of things that right. you guys do. So in going through this, what have I not asked you that you wish I had? Okay. So as you mentioned, I'm the Veteran Business Development Officer. So basically what that means is, again, like the economic development specialist, I go out and market and promote to the military community, including our spouses, about the programs and services that we put on. Um, and I, again, I have to line myself up with 
veteran um, community leaders and stakeholders again to help us get the word out because there's a lot of times, say for instance, someone may you know have something to do with the VA or whatever, and they you know may be talking to their rep to say, okay, you know what, I'm thinking about starting a business or whatever. So by me having a relationship with someone from the VA, they can always refer that individual to me. Say, hey, you want to reach out to Natalie? She's a veteran business development officer. She can give you information on SBA programs and services that's going to help you to start your business. Um, even sometimes, you know, we do have programs for the veterans, but sometimes those spouses yeah. don't think that those programs are for them also. Our programs are for the service member, including the spouses so as well. Would that go as far down as an adult child or no? No, just for the service member and the spouse. Right. But Remember that so that that adult child or whatever may be wanting to start a business, they can still utilize um, SBA resource partner. But if that adult child, let's say, went into the military, yeah, they can utilize the the Veterans Business Outreach Center is there specifically for our military community, including the spouses that's looking to start to grow. But it doesn't like trickle down to the like service member, the spouse, and the child okay. in that order. But if that individual went off and went into the military, yes, they can utilize the program for services. That's awesome. I think it's it's you know I've definitely learned a lot today because there's definitely a lot of lot more things that you guys do than I knew about. Um, if people want to reach out to you, how can they get in touch with you? Okay. So um, my direct line would be area code 904-443-1902. Excuse me. I'm going to repeat that. Area code 904-443-1902. My email would be Natalie. So that's N-A-T-A-L-I-E dot h-a-l-l at sba.gov so the email will be natalie dot hall at sba.gov um unfortunately our jacksonville district office is just not like open to the public so we wouldn't want someone coming here and sure hit that doorknob and it's locked but we're still providing support to the individuals in our communities um even um our District office covers 43 counties, um, starting from the Panhandle up to Orange County. So we have a lot of area that we cover, which makes it so important for us, again, to align ourselves with other community leaders and stakeholders so they can help us to get the word out to let those individuals know we are here to assist them. Great. Natalie, I appreciate your time today. Um, I think that that the listeners um, you know, really have gotten a lot today. Uh, out of hearing you uh, talk about what the services are. And I really think that this should help people understand that, hey, you know, SBA is here to help them. They're not here to 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 be overbearing on their business or anything else. So right. I really do appreciate what you've told us today. And thank you for having me. And also I wanted to share. So um, I gave my email and my phone number. Our website is Outside of the four resource partners score, SBDC, the Women's Business Center, and the Veterans Business Outreach Center, the SBA website is another resource. So if you can, if the individual can go to sba.gov 
you can learn more information. And of course, it goes into more details about the programs and services. So regardless where someone is located at, you're able to navigate to your local SBA office, your SBA district office. So that way you can find who your local resources are, where they're located at. Again, sba.gov on there, you will find an online training that I talked to you about. Everyone that goes for that online training is going to the same area. So it's always kept up to date. And um, again, it's a great resource for someone. Whether you're starting a business or just want to learn some information about SBA before you pick up that phone right. to have that initial meeting with us, you might want to say, okay, let me check out store SBDC, the Women's Business Center or the Veterans Business Outreach Center. Again, the website sba.gov is a great resource too for anyone that's looking to either start or grow a small business. That's great. So everybody, what Natalie just said was she may not be in your area, but there's others like her in your area, along with the four partners that she talked about that can help you. So don't think that, oh, she's in Florida, so I can't, I you know, she can't help me. There are other people out there that can help you. You can find that on the website, or even if you reach out to Natalie, I'm sure she'll tell you who you need to reach out to in your area. Yes, I'm not going to say get out of here. You're looking at point or whatever. You want to call me, you know, just give me a moment to get back to you and I will try my best to assist you. Great. Thank you. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. This week, our guest was Natalie Hall, who is the Economic Development Specialist and Veteran Business Development Officer with the U.S. Small Business Administration. Thank you. Thank you. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.